There we go. Yes, we are, actually. Okay. Now, let me tell you this. I can hear you hella better now than on cord. Let me, uh, let me try switching headsets. Hang on a second. Gotcha. Testing, testing. Yep. Still here. Oh, that's that's uh, still a lot better. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's your your um, audio stuff or if it's Discord. But I can. Maybe I it's. Can... Go ahead. Maybe it's my audio stuff. I'll have to check it and see. It might be my audio stuff because I sound. I was doing some recordings for the YouTube channel and I sound really, really soft too. And I never have before. So maybe it's my audio. Maybe it's my audio and I'll have to look into my audio settings and see. And I actually think I brought this up last week when we were doing sound test. Mm -hmm. Like when I go back through and, uh, you know, I'm listening for spots to cut and paste. Mm -hmm. You sound super soft. Okay. I will check my audio settings and uh, see if I can fix that. So, welcome to this bonus episode of Gaming Sessions and Everything Under the Sun. As of, let me let me check my uh, sundial here. Um March 19th at my time is 9.28 p.m. So 8.28 Gerald's time. So Gerald was talking, but then a little red flag went up in the back of my head and was like, we need to be recording this. Because we're talking about this wonderful fucking thing that's going on right now. Y'all may may uh, have heard of it. Because uh, last I had checked, there's this new gangster rap group that's just spitting fire tracks about uh, infectious diseases. They're called the Woo Flu Clan. And the Is album that that's about to... Thing? No, it's not. I just made it up. And the uh, the album they're about to drop is called The Notorious C-O-V-I-D. Notorious. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that so that picture that I had posted in the chat, I made that with uh, Canva. Okay. I could not get the hang of Canva. I've tried. I just cannot get the hang of it. Well, see, that's why you'll need to enlist my services as the uh, as the Canva artist. But you know, it's okay. We'll 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 discuss a fee structure later. But anyway, so we're talking about 
coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, a.k.a. the Wuhan virus, a.k.a. China flu, a.k.a. Kung flu, whatever. And there's we actually have a lot to talk about for this, including yeah. a uh, something I had heard actually yesterday in between doing doing what I do at work sitting in the truck there was a reporter um, I her her name escapes me at the moment but her question to the president was I heard some some White House staff member call it the woo flu Is that, do you consider that racist? And there's, there's evidently been some kind of big uptick in this. A lot of uh, verified checkmark uh, left leaning, well, not even leaning, like they, their asses are firmly planted on the left side, are trying to say, Calling it a, a China virus or some kind of crap like that is racist and is uh, detrimental is not the word I'm looking for. Um, it's it does it does a negative to Asian Americans or, or some weird stupid shit like that. Uh, is that really what we should be concerned about currently? <laughs> no, it's not. But as a, as a lot of my uh, Facebook and Twitter feed have shown is um, whenever there's a, a new kind of sickness, it's usually either named for the person, a.k.a. Lou Gehrig's disease, or the place, a.k.a. MERS, uh, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, or Lyme disease, which uh, the first case was in Lyme, Connecticut. Mm. Or in this case, uh, I would, if I was going to be serious in talking about this, I would call it the Wuhan virus because that's where it originated was in, I guess, the Wuhan province or prefecture or however they call that shit in China. So I would call it the Wuhan virus. Now I have called it the Kung flu because, you know, everybody was Kung flu flighting. People were leaving as fast as lightning because mm. somebody caught them. That, that's just my little, uh, little bit there, but back, back to being serious. Um, so yeah, there, there was that bit that happened and, you know, everyone got on that racist train and, they're just running at full bore when there's actual, and then this, this is where you were going on the severity of it. So let me stop and let you pick up where you left off. Okay. So uh, the coronavirus may be, or can be potentially a serious problem. 
the reason uh, I didn't treat it as a serious problem or uh, and uh, most people aren't treating it as a serious problem is if it is handled, if we handle things properly, it won't be a serious problem. It'll, it, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. Unfortunately, uh, it, talking to my roommate, and my roommate is is someone who I feel is very knowledgeable about these things. He actually runs the statistics. He looks into these things. Though, once I say what I'm about to say, you might think of him as a conspiracy theorist, but he, he's he's not. Um, he just looks at the numbers, and he 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 is a when it comes to these kinds of things, he is a calculus. Like he's a mathematician, he just runs the numbers, right? He's, he's calculating, right? What you're so mm-hmm. we're looking at the coronavirus, and we're like, well, it only affects. It, it, it's only really dangerous to the elderly. It's only really dangerous to the immune, uh, to the immune infirm, like people who have problems Immuno. with their immunity systems already, right? Yeah. Those Immuno are the people com- that it's killing. Um, is the term for it. Right. And it's one of the reasons we're trying to keep it from spreading. Now, this may not mm-hmm. seem like it's a big deal when, it, when if it's deadly to anybody, it's a big deal. But this may not seem like too big of a problem uh, until you realize that there we have so many elderly that are that the, the, we've had a death toll so far of thousands if this thing spreads too much or spreads unchecked we could have death tolls in the millions and now let me let me halt you there for a second now that that death toll of thousands that's worldwide right that's not you not you i think we've only had uh I don't know the exact number. I don't think we've had thousands of deaths in the uh, in America. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I like think, 100. I think it's 100 something. Yeah, I heard. right. Uh, the problem is if we don't handle the coronavirus correctly and keep it from spreading. Like if we don't. Like the entire reason we've been doing the self quarantining and the self isolation is because we do not want this virus spreading. Now, part of this thought process, now, part of my thought process was now remember, this affects the elderly. You, anyone 60 or older, is it's deadly. It can be deadly to or will be deadly to, right? Right. How old is the average age of all of our politicians and government officials? <laughs> like 60, 61, maybe 59. This could literally potentially wipe out entire, our entire government. And and I have always been of two minds of that. One has been like, well, the only way we're going to have sweeping, effective change and quick sweeping effective change is if we murder the entire government yeah it's like it's the only way it's going to happen the but the problem with that is in if that were to happen a person is intelligent and smart and you can talk to a person and have a conversation people are dumb panicking animals if that were to happen the american populace would fucking panic 
and there would be riots and it would eat itself. And the people who then take over those positions would more than likely be no better than the people who already had them. That's the problem. Now, now this isn't the reason coronavirus is such a serious problem. The reason coronavirus is such a serious problem is because we have already built the building blocks for it to be a serious problem. Um, People are staying home. People are working from home or people are not going to work. Our economy cannot just stop. We have built our economy in such a way that it can not stop. But our economy needs to stop in order to stop the spread of this virus as much as possible. So ideally, our economy would be set in such a way that um, if this virus was happening, we could just shut everything down. Everybody stay indoors. Don't worry about bills. Don't worry about needing to feed yourselves or anything like this. Your The essentials that you need will be delivered to you. Stay indoors. Take care of your health. Don't spread the virus. Our entire country just shuts down for as long as it takes, right? And then once the, once the, uh, the issue has been resolved, we um, – Go to business as usual. Right. We just go right back to business as usual. No different than taking, no different than your boss or yourself taking like a month vacation off. You you leave, you go, you you leave work, you come back to your position. So, what what sorcery is this that you speak of, good sir? My bosses take months (laughs) off of work all the time. So let's let's also not forget uh, the Senate and the House. Like I think they only conduct business like a hundred days a year, or something like that. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's they're back in their home districts, you know, stumping or you know whatever, feeding the swamp. Yeah. But, so like the way this. Yeah. <laughs> so the way this has been portrayed to me, and it does sound very true, because when you when you understand how our economy works, and no one really understands how our economy works, but when you understand the basic like legs of it and how it moves and how it uh, goes about it, so let's say so. Unfortunately, we're not handling the virus the way we should be handling it, correct? People and the the way we are currently handling it, people will be out of work. Now, a vaccine has been found, uh, not not found. A vaccine has been created and rushed, but the norm the minimum time frame for any kind of vaccine for something like this to be approved for general populace use is like 14 months. So yeah, and that's that's the uh, that's the bureaucracy of the uh, of the FDA and well and all that. Hold shit. on, I don't. Call, when it comes <laughs> to the FDA approving something like this, I don't call it a bureaucracy because it does take that long to make sure it is safe for consumption. You do not fuck around when it comes to biological diseases and viruses. You don't because that's how you get Ebola. Mm. That's how the Black Plague happens. Mm. You don't fuck around with that mm. stuff. You take as long mm. as necessary to make sure that it is not a that the vaccine doesn't just become a new mutated virus that kills everyone you were trying to heal. Um, now we don't need the Ebola. 
we, we don't need anything. Uh, we don't need anything even of the such. Um, now, the problem here in lies that so 14 months of everybody either working from home or being out of work so we don't continue to spread this. So this is the, the, the two ways this goes. Our economy crashes because no one is working because our economy can't just stop, right? Um, and the government, which is why the government has recently, and this, this is stuff I've seen in reports myself and read, um, and the government is already toying with the idea of a stimulus package for the economy to uh, send everybody about $1,000 to help with them being out of work. And it's already been brought up. $1,000 right. is, is nothing. The, the general well, populace well, if you if you think about it, so like myself, this is a two person household. So, and and we're we're operating off this idea that it will be a thousand dollars per person. So that means I get a grand check. Christy gets a grand check. Mm. So that's two thousand bucks. Now I can tell you our uh, our war chest is almost it, it's like uh, it's a uh, it's a vagina hair away from being depleted put it that way mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna launch into a into a whole thing about this so uh, so uh, I hope you're sitting down for this well <laughs> let me finish the thought first and then you can go into that so okay. they're they're sure. thinking a thousand dollars for every adult in the household, but that mm-hmm. isn't any a thousand dollars really isn't anything for people's bills because you have electric, you have water, you have rent, you have car payments, and then you have to feed yourself. Right. Uh, well, I'm not counting Turlet things you can do without. You can do without cable. You can do without internet. I know how hard it is to imagine that, but you can do without those things. Mm. Um, but if you're looking for a job, though, because you were laid off because of the whole coronavirus thing, you can't just necessarily go to the library because that's a public gathering spot. Well, right. So you're looking at a lot of a, a lot of our economy being out of work because if they go because we're trying to stop the spread of this virus. The problem with that is our economy can't handle that. So our economy crashes. In the event that uh, so our economy crashes just from that, which is why you know the stimulus package. And one of the things brought up is that a thousand dollars isn't really anything. $1,000 isn't even some people's mortgage payment. Like, what is that going to do? Mm-hmm. So it was it, it was stated, well, maybe it should be a $2,000 per adult check. And once again, this is still a problem, not because that amount isn't sufficient, even though a lot of politicians have jumped in and be like, well, we'll make it $3,000, we'll make it $4,000, we'll make it $5,000. It's mm-hmm. like, guys, we're looking at a vaccine that... bankrupt the country. It, well, right, but and that was one of that was basically kind of what they brought up. You're looking at a vaccine that may not get approved for general consumption for a minimum of 14 months. Are you prepared to support the entirety of almost the entirety of the American populace for 14 months at least? And that's at minimum. 
it is very possible it'll be more longer than that because remember then they have to find someone to produce it in mass and then they have to get it to everybody so that's going to take another two to three months and so everyone was like oh well maybe we should just make it a thousand dollars which just brings us back to our, our our biggest problem so then it's like well what if we 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 don't do that what if we just carry on as we've been doing and it spreads okay well once again, it, it is only a danger to the elderly and the uh, the infirm. But the problem the with that is there are still millions of that, those. There are still millions of elderly. There are still millions of other. There are still millions of infirm. So you're looking at a death toll that goes from, what, a little over 100 people literally into the millions, just into the millions. Mm. And our our economy actually can't handle that either. Like, and and so many people die in America from car crashes and of the such on a daily basis, but that's still spread out over like a year. We're we're talking about this amount of we're talking about millions of deaths in like six months. Mm, you know, yeah, possibly. Well, if once again, if we don't take the proper precautions and stop the spread, understand this, the coronavirus has only spread, its slow spread has been because we've been doing everything we can to get to slow it down. That's why schools are being closed down. That's why everything's being closed down. That's why they're like, don't do gatherings of more than 10 people. Keep a six foot distance between people. Like we're doing everything we can to slow the spread. But if for some reason this thing just sparks out of control, the coronavirus would spread wildly. You can be, you would be amazed how fast a virus can spread. It literally could infect. It could infect. It could infect fifty percent of the country in a couple of months. In a couple of months, if we're not very, very careful. So you have our economy crashing because we can't. Because the it can't handle so many people not working, and then you have our economy crashing because so many people have died. That. It, it, our economy can no longer support itself. And then you have the issue of, okay, well, now America has basically fallen. So now we have foreign interests deciding this is a perfect time to invade. And I don't put it, and one of the biggest ones, and one of the biggest ones is China. And I don't put it past China at all, especially with, with their recent behavior and and don't get the don't get me wrong china's recent behavior isn't like recent behavior for them they've been doing this crap forever we've just not cared because it's over in china and we've ignored it but china would have no issues 70s i think yeah when they uh, switched over to communism yeah China has no issues whatsoever with invading America if they thought that there was a uh, if they thought they could get away with it. If they were like, "Oh, well, they're not. They can't. They can't defend themselves. No one's going to come to their aid. We'll just take it." Now, this isn't like a conspiracy theory because this kind of thing society has been telling itself 
American society has been telling itself these scenarios for ages. We we've talked about we've talked we've talked in movies, in writings, in in, in stories of all kinds about humanity relying too much on technology, not understanding how to survive. Like one of the things my roommate pointed out is like he he'll go out and he'll be in Walmart and stuff, and everybody's been taking like the toilet paper and stuff like that, but nobody's been taking mm-hmm. water filters. Nobody's been taking, nobody's been getting, you know, only certain people have been purchasing guns and ammo, not only to protect themselves in case the, in, in the, in case of the worst case scenario, but to hunt. Mm-hmm. Because it, remember, mm-hmm. stores are being sold out of food, but people aren't buying water filters. They're not buying canned food. They're not buying the things they need that they would be able to, uh, go out and hunt if they needed to because if the stores don't get filled up where are you going to get your food from you're going to have to hunt it you're going to have to farm it you're going to have to plant it yourself and the problem is America has gotten so reliant on our on the way we just put food in supermarkets and stuff we've denied ourselves mm. the knowledge of how to properly survive except for a handful of the mm. population a handful of the population knows how to go out. Like, how many people listening to this podcast right now know how to purify water? If you had to go to your nearby lake, because if, if it's not fresh water, you cannot drink it. You can't drink from it. Well, you, you could. You, you'd hate yourself, though. Uh, it could potentially <laughs> kill you. Like, it could literally potentially yeah, that, kill you. That too. Yeah, yeah, you ain't wrong. Like you, you, um, you don't. I, I, I can, <laughs> I can tell you, I, I kind of know how to filter it out, and uh, and that's by boiling it, boiling to, I think two or three hundred degrees kills most viruses and bacteria. Yeah. So, um. You know. But anyway, um, well, you can't just you, you can't okay. just boil it. Oh, you're breaking up. Uh, I was, was going to say while we have a pause, do you want to play some Warzone? I am actually in the middle of. Uh, let me stop what I am doing then. Um, well, I'm just asking if you're doing something. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, if you. Good. I was say if you're doing something good and keep doing it, I'll just uh, one versus everybody like I've been doing for this whole week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like right in the middle of something. But uh, okay. And and I'm not stating that this is going to happen. What I'm stating is that it is a very real possibility, and people really need to be prepared for it. Um. Yeah, because and, you know, no one knows what the future holds. This may just blow over like this. We might all wake up tomorrow and humanity has built a natural immunity just overnight to this thing. Right. It's not a problem. But currently crunching the numbers. Hmm. We could hope. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. But you know, currently crunching the numbers, this could get 
really bad. It, it could literally be the end of America as we know it. Like it, it actually could. And I don't say these things to get you to panic. I get. I say these things to get you to understand the severity of what's going on, and that it needs to be taken seriously, and that you need to not panic. You need to, like David just said, you need to think and make sure you take the proper precautions. Get don't go out and grab a whole bunch of bottled water, which is something you should get too. But the most important thing is get water filters, uh, water purification tablets, things like that. Get canned foods. Get meats that you can freeze. Just put in your freezer until you need it. Um, you want to do things like mm-hmm. that. Learn how to go out and like hunt and cut open and, and uh, skin and gut an animal so that if you need to, you can do that so you can eat. Um, because it might become mm. that kind of it might become that kind of issue. Um, See, when that, you when you started this whole line of thought, I was thinking, oh, you're talking about Red Dawn. Well, like I said, we as a society have been telling ourselves about a scenario just like this for years. There have there have been plenty of movies, books, music about it. We've literally been telling ourselves mm. this. For years that something like this might happen. Um, Decades even. But we just never took it seriously because Western, unfortunately, Western culture, and, and once again, I have to be negative about it, and I wish I didn't because I love Western culture. I there, There's so much about Western culture that is good, but the bad is bad. And Western culture is the type of culture that feels like it will just pull through anything because it always has, no matter how bad. But it's like what I tell people when we're in safety classes and stuff like that. It only takes one time. You can you can pull hmm. through on luck 10, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, but it only takes that one time to just end it. It only takes one time to lose that leg. You're not getting that leg back. It only takes one time mm-hmm. to to inhale some form of like silica dust. And now you have now you are on borrowed time. You are dying and there's nothing that can be done. It only takes the mm-hmm. one time. It is far better to take the precaution in case then then bank on your luck always being good. Right? Hmm. And then there's yeah. there's also and, the... F- and all it, sorry, all it takes is that one time and all of a sudden she's like, honey, we need to talk. Like, no, we don't. No. No. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> also, there's also the flip side that the very real potential that... Um, if things do start getting that bad and these uh, and like Trump or some of the uh, basically Trump specifically because he has the authority to do it. But basically, if things get so bad that like it's it, it is recognized as a fact that the American government might fall and that we see mobilization from another country already uh, getting ready to invade that. Trump or whatever president or whoever has the authority might just go fuck it and press the nuclear missile button. Oh, <laughs> use the football? Yeah, and, and just say, well, fuck mm. it. 
<laughs> like, if it's ending, let's end it, right? So, well, I would, I would certainly hope that uh, a mutually assured destruction thing wouldn't happen just because of coronavirus. Hashtag uh, Wuhan flu. Hashtag the Wu flu. Well, um, and once again, but... this is this is. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying that this is unfortunately a real possibility now. Instead of this, instead yeah. of this being just a conspiracy theory with a one percent chance of happening, uh, if our government continue, if our government decides to fuck up, like the the uh, the stock market was damn near close to crashing because it dropped 3,000 points in a day. It was actually bailed oh, that's, out. That's That's been... Uh, um, that's actually been happening for the last week. Well, yeah, and I know, but I didn't know that the government stepped in to bail them out. And the reason the government stepped in to mm. bail them out was to actually give everyone the chance to sell and get all their money back so they didn't just lose it like see oh, and the- there's also the uh, there's also like and 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 I'm and I apologize if I'm if I'm taking the uh, soapbox away from you but oh, there's no, uh, um like a lot of leftists are mad because there's talk about like bailing out the airlines and the cruise industry and the hotel industry. <laughs> well, and, and and that's why I brought up RE uh, that's why I brought this up because it like like once yeah. again we did this to ourselves. Our economy is built in such a fragile way. It, like People are just getting sick and can't work. That's why the stock market nearly fell in on itself. And and, and, it, <laughs> and that's and, and that's part of it. Yes. Yeah. But that, there's that also is part of it, the, yeah. There's also the other impacts. So, like you know, you've got say, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a a generous to the positive figure let's say a hundred million people can't work and that's and like especially here in north carolina i don't i don't know what they do in in your uh in your wuhan uh flu bunker proof state but uh like our governor is like good well well, here, let me let me let me show my cards first. Then you can show your cards, and then we'll call. <laughs> All right. So, so bars closed, restaurants closed, but you can do takeout or delivery. Um, and that's all restaurants. That's like that's McDonald's, that's Chick Fil A, that's Chili's, that's uh, fucking Hardee's, McCormick and. Heart, yeah, Hardee's. Uh, I've, I've, you know, we've got long-standing issues with Hardee's, but you know that's that's beside the point. And and that's like, uh, what's that one? Ruth's Chris. Yeah, that's Ruth's Chris. 
like you you have to get that shit to go and like even oh you fucking bitch um and like even for me like in my job you know i i might have to uh you know find a place to go get lunch and two days ago it actually came down to that like i I was looking for something cheap and there was a, a pizza joint and i was like hey maybe i could get two slices for like five bucks well there were like 10 people waiting for for food and i was like oh Okay. Well, I'll go to Hardee's and that Hardee's I I went there the day before. The the dining room was closed like I couldn't even open the door to go in and try to go to the bathroom cuz you know doing my job like I do, uh I have to find places to go to the bathroom. I can't just uh, you know, drop trow or unzip and just relieve myself anywhere because uh i tried that once and uh thankfully the the supervisor i i have uh went to bat for me so it's not like i can just uh you know go out to the tree line unzip and and relieve myself sadly so and I and I'd actually uh, made a Facebook post on my personal account about this, channeling uh, one of my favorite heavy set comedians, John Panette. I was like, you know, not only have you taken my buffets and brunches away from me, but now I have to figure out where the hell I can go to go to the bathroom. Don't make me channel John Panette <laughs> over here, Will. And, uh, and and it's really it's really no um, I'm playing Warzone and, and some dude just used a friggin M6 uh, an, an AR-15 with a scope and I guess shot me through the head while I was trying to pull away in a chopper so there's that mm, those quick draw snipers yeah mhm yep yep but uh but yeah so you know and and this is this is me kind of doing my whole woe is me thing but yeah it's it, it's not an easy thing you know when like if it was just me being me i would go find a tree and you know just go stand behind it unzip and and relieve myself now if i have to have to drop a deuce that would be different i'd have to go further into the trees and find some leaves that hopefully weren't poison ivy to wipe myself with but you know that's that's neither here nor there (laughs) yeah but yeah it's uh oh hello yeah yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Thank you. It's just Go ahead. Yeah. Keep it's going. just understanding it's a serious situation. And to take it seriously, do your best not to spread it. If you're if you find that you have been infected, quarantine yourself. Um they're just 
there are when you really think about it, there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Achilles heels in the Amer in just American the American economy. Because our economy, our entire economy is based you, is a service industry. When you finish this point, when you finish this point, let me know so I I have another thought process to go off of off of that. Okay, so because yeah. our uh, well, our economy is a service based in- industry. Like everything is a service. So if no one is purchasing those services for one reason or another, our economy just implodes. Right, hmm. like people. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, well, it does because if you aren't, so if you aren't buying a house and no one's purchasing the houses, then no one's building the houses, and if no one's building the houses, then those jobs go away, right? Every every everything is yeah. linked, um, and, and it's hard to see any kind of economy that isn't a service economy, really, because everybody's providing a service for other people to build. But mm. at the same time, I i don't know, maybe we just haven't... I am not read enough on this. I can only give a broad generalization of how I see it, but I've always thought that our economy could be handled better than it is, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have thought that as well. Um, and when situations like this arise that's when it really shows how poorly our economy is actually handled because it's so, it is so incredibly fragile. Well, you're not wrong. I will tell you that. (laughs) But I am done with my doom saying, and I, I, and I'm not like saying, Oh, that's guaranteed going to happen, but it, it does seem like a very real possibility now, and yeah. Mm. Okay, so I hope you're sitting down. We'll have to wait and see. Now it's my turn. <laughs> Go for it. So, um, so let me go ahead and start with the whole uh, the stimulus thing. I agree with my with my friend Danny, who he seems to be more left leaning than me, and and uh, and like he he had he had made a Facebook post with uh, with pictures of other Facebook posts, both left and right. So like, we'll start with the left one. It's like, oh, you don't like socialism? You better not take that Trump check. And then the right-leaning one was, oh, Trump ain't your president? You better not take that Trump check. Better tear it up. And he, and he was like, are you people fucking kidding me? This is a, this is a situation. You, and you're doing this bullshit. They can't help themselves. <laughs> And and that's true. And ooh, there's people. Let me see. If, oh yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck you. Uh, I got one of them not. Well, you still there? Hang on a second. 
I was I was like, you know what? Okay. In a case like this, I could use a little socialism, just a little, like a smidge. <laughs> give me give me that. Back. Mm. Well, quick interruption. Uh, that's what my roommate also brought up. If like our healthcare system is socialism, because you pay a premium every month so that someone else who needs something mm. can get it. Um. And uh, our and since our farms are all of our farming is subsidized and stuff like that, we have a lot of systems in America in place that are all socialist systems. And you're not wrong that that stuff was brought about by FDR with his New Deal stuff. So if you if you think about AOC and her whole Green New Deal it kind of it kind of has a connection now i'm not saying that it's wrong i mean all of us in america especially and in in other countries uh, you know of people who might be listening to us it it's this thing called the social contract and the the initiation fee is taxes Ah, uh, yeah, the taxation system is also a socialist <laughs> system, which might be why so many people hate it. Yeah, <laughs> the only guaranteeing thing in death life and is death and taxes. An uh, army, they should add yeah, health insurance well, <laughs> and auto insurance. Any insurance? Well, any insurance. Any insurance. Any insurance <laughs> All insurance required to pay. <laughs> is a constant so yeah so see god damn it now you got me off track what was i talking about Mm -hmm. sorry you're talking about uh the uh yeah yeah the new deal yeah the the whole the whole uh, tax thing the the social contract between the civilian slash citizen and the government is, we will give you, you know, whatever X amount of dollars, you know, X percentage. Like I think for for me, it's like fifteen point five percent or sixteen percent of my earned income is taxed, and in turn, the government will provide services like police, fire, waste blah 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 you know we we have roads and and that's been a whole fucking thing that uh a lot of bernie bros or or people that are like socialism should be life say is like well you know if you don't like socialism i hope you don't travel on socialist roads or use socialist services like police fire and blah 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 and and that's I guess in a, in a manner you could call it socialism, but it's, it's the, it's the social contract. So you pay these taxes and in return you get X, Y, Z benefits is, is the thing that's, that's the social contract. So, there's that and and you bringing up you know 
socialized medicine. Um, You know, there's a reason that Brits and Canadians and other people who have socialized medicine, you know why they like coming to America? Mm-hmm. Well, they I I've heard this argument before, and it's and apparently they like coming to America uh, to get medical attention, medical treatment it's, because it's better well, than it's theirs. Not that it's better than uh, theirs. It's because there's really you stupid asshole. I just got ran over. Ugh. Yeah, remember that mm-hmm. happened to me mm-hmm. in like yeah, one it of just our first to games, me and I just lost seventy two. Uh, 720k um, but yeah so the reason that Canadians and British and other people who have the, the socialized medicine the reason they come here for surgery is because there isn't a waiting list mm. if you have the money you can get the surgery or treatment you need with with socialized medicine because it's run by the government, aka VA. Now I, I will say this. I am so glad I do not have a service connected disability. So I don't have to deal with the VA. Now I, I have a friend who was uh he was a forward observer in the army about the same time I was in a little earlier because I think he's 40 and I'm 38. He is he's Mm -hmm. one of those eat the rich because they've you know they've made their bones on the backs of the poor workers and we should and like Bernie is his and he even he even made this post made this this meme post of uh and and they had to use star wars for it so it was a new hope and it was a picture of obama's face go figure uh empire strikes back is trump return of the jedi is bernie and you know he he's all like you know that was one of his, and then he, I think he posted something from the Star Trek ship posting uh, Facebook group, which was, uh, it was socialized medicine taking on coronavirus, and it was Worf in his full uh, Klingon regalia, and then it was uh, capitalist medicine taking on coronavirus, and it was, uh, oh, who was, oh, what was his name? Not not Quark. Quark was his brother. Who it was? Uh, it was that one Ferengi dude wearing Klingon regalia, holding a bat left. Now, mind you, mm, don't remember. I wish I could remember his goddamn name, the character's name. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I would like to point out mm-hmm. with a quick interruption that. Him using the Star Wars uh, reference is actually very mm-hmm. self-damning because while the Sith are terrible, it is stated 
over and over and over again in the uh, Star Wars lore that the Sith only exist because the strict uh, rules and yeah, like only uh, only only the Sith word I'm deal in absolute uh, was the the thing that uh, Obi Wan said. Uh, no, 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 no. It was, um, what is that in reference to, though? Uh, that was, uh, like, what is that, that sentence in context? Uh, that was first the prequel trilogy when, uh, when Anakin, after having turned to the dark side, was if you aren't with me, then you're against me. And then Obi-Wan was like, only Sith deal in absolutes and pulls out his lightsaber and ignites it. Yeah, and the the, the uh, I know the question has come up that there are no mm. Jedi. There are no such thing as Jedi. There are only Sith and Jedi who are slowly <laughs> becoming Sith. Because the Jedi code, the Jedi code, right... Like, it's self-damning. That analogy is self-damaged because, yes, the Sith are bad, but the entire reason that the Sith exists is because of the Jedi Code. The Jedi Code is is literally a code that produces <laughs> Sith. Like, uh, like, like you can't, you can't feel feelings, you can't love, you can't have attachments, and... The first Sith was like, hold my beer, bro. Watch this. <laughs> right. Like that entire, the entire Jedi code is built, whether intentionally or not, to produce hmm. Sith. The only reason Sith exist is because of the way the Jedi teach. And, and, uh, and you're not wrong. And that, that harkens back to the whole, uh, the whole argument, uh, you know, when you're a kid, you really like Batman, but when you're an adult, you you understand what the fuck Joker's talking about. Right. But, uh, so yeah, so so going back to what I was saying, so you know the, the there you know socialized medicine on on paper and and i've made this argument about all kinds of forms of socialism on paper it looks great i mean hell the communist manifesto was written on paper it probably looks great on paper but if you're looking at real real world applications how many communist countries do you know still exist that are solvent I'll wait. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, there's Cuba, and uh, and Bernie made a good point. It was like, well, well, Cuba's got this great literacy program. Okay, cool. So while people are being, sh- you know, shot by firing squads or whatever, and uh, uh, just a uh, just a uh, a thing, the what I'm saying is my opinion based on things that I have heard. So don't, don't quote me as gospel for, for stuff that I'm saying. It's just based off of what I've heard. And 
And, and same here. Uh, going off of, you know, knowledge that I've accumulated over the years. So Bernie, Bernie's saying that Cuba's got a great literacy program. Great. So all of those people who don't like communism that are in jail, they can read books. Ain't that awesome? And, and then, you know, you've got socialized medicine. So, you know, that's great. You know, Canadians pay probably two or three times what we pay in taxes to fund that. Now, if you have a life-threatening issue, yeah, you'll, you'll get that taken. It's not a problem. Don't you start yawning on me, motherfucker. Hmm. Dude, I haven't slept in like 15 hours. Only? Uh, I'm pretty sure longer than that. I haven't slept since yesterday. I took like a two-hour nap and that's it. Hmm. So... So I've been up for a while. So, like, just ignore the yawning, but it's going to continue happening whenever it decides to happen. You know, I I get it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, you know, you, you've got that, but like if, if you have a, a non-life threatening issue, like say back pain, I have that. I've had back pain since I got out of the military and I've been told repeatedly, I should try to get some kind of percentage of disability from the VA. But for me, I mean, like, yeah, it, you know, my back will hurt like a motherfucker, but do I need to get disability or should I leave that to people who have traumatic brain injuries or, you know, combat related PTSD or, you know, like uh, someone I know who's famous you know, she was, she was EOD. She got both her fucking arms blown off. She deserves that kind of disability. Me who didn't fire a shot in anger. I I don't feel like I deserve any kind of disability. Even if, even if my time in service is why my back hurts or even if my time in service is why certain things would make me have PTSD, I feel like I deserve it. If you know what I mean. Mm. But, you know, that's, that's me going off the rails on a crazy train yet again. But, so, yes... Uh, with socialized medicine, you if it's a non-life-threatening thing, you have to be put on a waiting list. So having said that, let me ask you, and I'll give you three guesses, but you only need one. Why would people who have socialized medicine come to the U.S.? Hmm. So is it just because service is quicker yes. then? Because I would assume, like, 
if the if it's not life threatening and they're put on a waiting list, I would assume they're at least being they're at least the medication they need to help alleviate the symptoms and the pain is being provided to them. Mm-hmm. I would assume. But I don't know exactly how Canada's I don't know exactly how that kind of healthcare works. Yeah. So um after after we're done here, remind me to send. I think I sent you that that video about the the dude from Canada who's like, uh, America, you need to keep your health care because Canada's health care sucks, and he's a French Canadian. Well, well, yeah, and I don't think I don't think it's the fact that. Once again, it's a it's just situational. Once again, it comes down to well, not even situational. It just comes down to okay, everyone having a right to health care because they need it should be a thing. But at the same time, you have to make it so it's available for. It's a balancing act of trying to figure out. It, well, it, it's what we talked about before, making sure it's available to the people who need it without allowing it to be abused. Hmm. That's always that, that, that's always hmm. what it is, making sure it's available to everyone mm-hmm. who needs it without allowing it hmm. to be abused. And neither America's system or Canada's system or the I don't know the exact names of the neither. Uh, our privatized mm. health care or their free care have gotten it completely right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because we privatize it, which means that our health care is very expensive. Not everybody can afford it. Not everybody who needs it can use it because it's expensive. Um, but it has availability to the people who have mm-hmm. the money. Whereas Canada, it's available to everybody but you get put on a waiting list dependent on your need. So even if you're in a lot of pain, if it's not life-threatening, you just have to deal with the pain until you're on the until you get your mm-hmm. turn in the list. Um, I've I've also been told that uh, a lot of people come from Canada simply because they feel American healthcare is mm-hmm. better. And I already talked about how if you're in the medical industry. Every, I, I absolutely feel that doctors should get paid for the work they do. I don't feel like they should be poor and scraping or anything like that. But if the only reason you get into the medical field is for the money that you can make out of it, you should not be in the medical field. That is not the mentality that we need from our doctors and our nurses. We need people who actually give a fuck about helping people. And who understand a and who understand enough about people to not let it tear them down. You have to have people who genuinely want to help and aren't and are not and who are also men- have enough mental fortitude to not let the assholes that will inevitably come into your life if you're in that field often to tear them down and weaken and and stop them from giving everyone they encounter the best medical attention mm, they yeah. can. Those are the kinds of people you have to have in a, in the medical field. And if you're not that kind of person, 
you need to get the fuck out of the medical field. It's not for you. Right, and I, and I remember the exact conversation we had based on this. And yeah, you are, as they say, or, or as the meme that I had uh, that I like to use, uh, you are no lies detected. Uh, and I even said it before. The problem with free medical, the the problem with just free medic, uh, medical for everyone, is that you're always going to have a bunch of people who are constantly in the ER every goddamn day for nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've, I've, which I've causes a backup and causes people who need to be seen from being. I've got seen. sniffles. I need an ambulance. Like, <laughs> right. So it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, uh, but uh, continue. Uh, you were still making yes. points and uh, stuff, and and as you so expertly do, you you derail me. And wait, hang on, give me a second here. So yeah, free medicine, free med- You you get what you pay for. I would say. I would almost hazard a uh, a dare to say that that you get what you pay for. Uh, in in experience with American medical system, that does seem to be the way it is. Because there should be no shitty doctors, but there are shitty doctors. You've talked about some of the shitty doctors mm-hmm. you dealt with. There shouldn't be shitty doctors. There shouldn't be shitty nurses, but there are. In the medical field, where people come to you to alleviate diseases and viruses and physical defects and trauma and all manner of things that need people who understand exactly what's going on, have the compassion to deal with it, to, to, to deal with uh, any patient that comes in and who want to give the best medical attention they can because they are helping another human being to live their lives functionally better. Mm. But yet you can't have shitty you, you can't have people who come into the office in that kind of feel like, man, I don't fucking feel like being here today. I got to deal with another drug addict who's just here to get more of their fix. Or, oh, I got to listen to this person whine. Or, oh, I got to listen to this person uh, bitch and moan about why I can't seem to save their pinky toe after they cut <laughs> it off. With a free- <laughs> like, I get it. Though, I, I like do understand I get get it but also understand that if you are going to pick that as your profession that is what you're choosing Mm -hmm. you that is the kind of profession it is that is why you have to genuinely want to help make people's lives better that's why you have to make the mental fortitude that when uh when uh jimmy comes in having cut off the fourth toe in the last two months because the motherfucker doesn't want to use the safety guard on his uh his metal his metal saw mm-hmm. right it, it, you, you can't just go man I'm just so tired of dealing with this dumb asshole just uh, whatever get him get him out of here right you, no you have to be like 
Jimmy, we've had uh, this okay, discussion. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Use so, the safety. <laughs> so he's lost the fourth toe in a month using a. Me- what the fuck is this dude doing trying to use a metal saw? What the fuck? <laughs> no, dude, uh, working in like working in construction. Oh my God, the stories. <laughs> like all of the stories of the dumb shit that gets people maimed and or killed. <laughs> well, like well, it is it, it, it is it's always it's always some dude who who has gotten away with it, right? Like we were saying, it's because well, it, nothing bad has ever happened before and it's like it only takes one time to lose that hand to lose those fingers to lose those toes to lose that nose that ear to burn yourself irreversibly it only takes one time yeah, it only takes that one time be cautious to, uh, to put the <laughs> put the meter in the in the oh my fucking god i just got run over again <clears throat> but yeah it only takes same person. No, I'm on a different. I'm on a different match, but I just lost forty grand. Uh, but no, it it only takes that one time. You know, if you're if you're tired or whatever, and and you take that meter out and you put put the new meter in, and then all of a sudden, you've got the heat of the sun in your face. And a lot of the time, it's just people rushing. It's, I need to get it done so I can get to the next mm-hmm. thing. So I'm not going to worry about putting on the face mask while I'm welding. I'm just going to close my eyes. Even though that doesn't stop a welder from actually destroying your eyes. Because your eyelids are permeable like the rest of your skin. So the light from a welder is intense enough, it'll just go right through mm-hmm. your eyelids and still destroy mm-hmm. your eyes. Put take the time to put on the mask. Don't take the don't take the guard off of your circular saw or your uh what what uh what am I thinking of circular um, saw or your grinder. Don't take the no don't take the guard off of your grinder just so that you can get into a space more. Go get a gr- a smaller grinder if you need to or an angled grinder so you can get in there. But don't take the guard off and then you hit something and it back and it backfires like it, it it hit it'll hit something and it'll jerk back there go your fingers there goes your face right. like i i've heard stories of dudes who were fucking grinding something and so they took the guard off because they couldn't get into where they need to get in with the guard on so they take it off and they're like oh i'm going i'm going and when you're using a grinder especially if you're in a tight space where you feel the need to take the uh, guard off you're usually very close so you can see what you're doing all it takes is one is for that grinder to hit one thing and skip to just send it to just launch it right into your mm. face it's, and that and grinders are meant to cut through metal. They'll go through your skin like it's nothing. Mm. They'll go through your skin and your muscle and your bone like it isn't there. Mm. It, it, it's mere Bible <laughs> like, paper, sir. It's mere Bible paper. And uh, there goes your hand. Sorry. Um, we have great. Like it's. There. I will tell you that for Canadian medicine. We've got great hospice care. So if you're if you're dying 
and there's no way to fix you, oh, we're going to treat you like royalty. <laughs> yeah. So it's just take the precaution. That's that's all I that's all I'm saying. And we got way off topic. We were talking about the coronavirus possibly turning into yeah, an yeah, epidemic yeah, that could yeah, yeah. destroy our entire yeah, yeah. <laughs> destroy our entire yeah, country. Yeah. And then we we got on to stop all that bullshit. But it, it's all relative because you it, it really is all relative. Yeah. So um so. so there's like my friend Danny who's left leaning. He's he's on fire because people are minimalizing this thing. And I've got friends on the right who are like, "Oh yeah, this is this is just like the common cold and blah 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 and you know, I, I I hope you've enjoyed this this preview of how the government can, you know, tell you where you can and can't go or if you can and can't leave your home and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. So as someone who has trained in the medical field to be a to be a paramedic and you know i'm not going to say that i that i have all the credentials of a doctor or whatever but you know i i learned i learned i learned a thing or two when it comes to ooh now i can run people over yes anyway so yeah well I've absolutely, like me and my roommate when we were talking about this, and I don't remember everything he said verbatim, and it would be better to come out of his mouth than Mm. mine, but uh, one of the things we both agreed on is that the only reason this is getting the coverage it's getting and the government government has become so urgent in keeping it from spreading and stuff like that is, once again, like I already stated, most of our government is over the age of where this is going to be deadly to them. <laughs> right. They can't have that shit just spreading all willy-nilly. If this was something that was only afflicting like low-income the low-income population or slums or some shit like they that, wouldn't it wouldn't be getting nearly shit. the amount of coverage. Yeah, they wouldn't, <laughs> they give, wouldn't a give a shit. But this is literally something that could murder our entire government overnight. They are panicking. Well, they are freaking the not fuck necessarily out. Necessarily over. Well, but, I won't say. You know, it, it would it would take two weeks. But then in that two weeks, they'd be all like, oh, my God, you let this to yeah. us and now we're all going to die. And it's your fault, you stupid ants and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like they are freaking their shit. Like what? Uh, half of our presidential candidates right now are in their what? 70s? Um, well, they catch it. Uh, uh, technically, Trump is the youngest presidential candidate. And he's like what seventy two, seventy three. He's in his sixties. Sixty is he? I was. I thought he was late sixties or early seventies. But Biden and Bernie are late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And and let's 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 not forget. 
And, and, and I'm glad you brought this up because now this opens the gate for me to say, I want to hear Biden talk about corn pop some more. What? Yeah, there, he, he was, uh, he was like stumping or whatever in the last couple years. And he talked about this gangster named corn pop who was like the, the, the head shark at the pool or some shit. And he came up and he was like, yeah, I took corn pop out into the streets and we had words and this and this and that. And yeah. Um, so let, so let me, let me go back to the whole, uh, to the whole trilogy thing. So mm. it, it was two, it was two frames. So what they, what, the left wanted was a new hope is Obama empire strikes back is Trump and return of the Jedi is Bernie. What they're getting is right. A new hope is Obama empire strikes back is Trump and space balls is Biden. <laughs> space balls is Biden. That's hilarious. Now, now that is hilarious. Uh, However, I don't like them dirty ass leftists using my guy Mel Brooks's shit to their advantage. Well, once again, as I stated, it's it's kind of self-damning because the entire reason Sith exists is because of the Jedi code and the way it is. So, once again, Humanity creates its own monsters. Mm. Mm. Truer words have never been spoken, at least since the last time you spoke truer words. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, okay, so socialized medicine, we talked about the racism. Um, so I, I guess the, the next. We talked about racism? Yeah. The, what racism did we talk the, about? Calling it the Chinese virus or, or whatever is rape. Oh, oh right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that shit. But, you know, if if you have dengue fever, better not say that because that that's racist against the dengue region, region of Africa or the Zika virus came from the Zika forest in Africa or... Mm. Uh, hope you don't have Lyme disease because that's racist against people in Lyme, uh, Connecticut. That shit. So, why was it originally called the Wuhan virus? Is it from Wuhan in yes, China? The is that where it like started? Patient zero came from Wuhan, China. Okay, why would that be racist? It's a statement of fact. The virus originated oh, in Wuhan. Oh, but but it is. What's the it's, problem with calling it the Wuhan virus? That's where it came well, from. Well, so that's like if if like like I had said, if I'm being serious about it about COVID nineteen, I would call it the Wuhan virus. Now, if I was being chaotic neutral about it, I'd call it the Kung flu or, you know. Titanic panic or you know actually I just came up with that one Titanic panic like satanic panic well that's just you being der now that's you being derogatory 
it's one thing to be like that's that saying that calling it the Wuhan virus is racist is like saying is like calling the, black, the specific black. blue mouth mackerel uh racist because it's from the specific ocean so because you call it the specific mackerel oh it's racist well okay so like no it's just where it comes from but if you start talking about chingless and chitanic yeah that that that's pretty racist well uh, <laughs> that that is derogatory at that point okay so at, at this point i would also say i'm being chaotic neutral when i say that so yeah I, I, I don't give a shit Do about Do you that. understand what chaotic neutral is? I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> At least that's my understanding of it. Do, no, that's No, that's not exactly what chaotic neutral is. Okay, so chaotic neutral, I, I guess to understand chaotic neutral or lawful neutral, you have to understand what neutral neutral is. And neutral neutral isn't that you don't care about anything. But your goals to get to what you're doing, you don't care whether they're good or bad. You don't you don't recognize good and evil as other people recognize good and evil. If you set a goal as a neutral neutral, you go toward that goal and you do the things necessary to efficiently get you to that goal. That is what it is to be neutral. If a war is going on between uh, the Sith and the Jedi and you are neutral whoever you don't care who wins what really matters is who wins serves whatever purposes you may have or gives you me, may just not care about the war at all who gives me the most credits that's what i care about <laughs> okay well see that's not neutral neutral that is neutral evil <laughs> because that's opportunistic you only, as a neutral neutral, you only care about who gives you more credits if those credits go toward a goal you have set for yourself. Not just, oh, well, I'm neutral evil, so whatever's more beneficial for me. Neutral neutral isn't necessarily what's more beneficial for you. It's what you see as uh, getting to your goal. Hmm. So you might help the Jedi, like the Jedi Code producing Sith, you might want that to be that way because there is a goal in that that you need it to be that way. So you help the Jedi so that they double down on that. Or if the Sips whole, well, we want to be free and express ourselves through power and control, if that would then who, who, uh, free up a position in the Senate or would get rid of some Jedi that, that are keeping you from getting to a material or an item you need to proceed to a goal, you might help the Sith instead. But you're not doing it because you care about either of their causes or that it's good and evil. Like the, the world could burn in hellfire or become a paradise. What matters is what goal have you set for yourself and how do you get there? And sometimes you may have to commit atrocities to get there. And sometimes you may have to commit acts of saintly, sage, uh, 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 acts of saintly. Uh, I'm trying to think okay, of another word so, to go with that, but I can't so right let now. Me, let me stop <laughs> you there. Let, let's go with Marvel characters. Deadpool. Is he a chaotic neutral? No. Uh, Deadpool is probably textbook neutral. E eh. mm. 
making you think now. <laughs> well, not really. I want... It's not... I wouldn't say that Deadpool is chaotic neutral simply for the simple fact that he does some shit that is purely out of spite. Like he has done some shit purely out of spite. That's not chaotic neutral. Okay. Okay. So um, here, let let me let me let me give you this test. The this test is what told me I'm a chaotic neutral because I I would have figured I was a chaotic good like I'd fuck some shit up if it was for the best interest of everybody but sometimes I, I just don't give a shit I just want to fuck some shit up so there's a there's a rail car coming mm-hmm. you have the ability to pull that switch track. So there's, so the rail goes one of two ways. If you pull the switch track one way, you kill Hitler, Stalin, Mao Zedong, blah, 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 blah. If you pull it the other way, you kill Jimmy, the delivery guy, who also double parks you kill um let's call her janet the mother of single mother of three kids you kill karen who's uh married she has three kids but she also bitches at the wait staff blah 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 which way do you pull it Give me those options again. (laughs) And do I have to pull it at all? Like, the choice is pull it for someone and that's it? Well, it's funny you mention that because my response is what uh, granted me the chaotic neutral status. So you've got a rail car coming. There's two ways you can derail it. You derail it one way, you kill Stalin, Hitler, Mao Zedong, and Pol Pot. Put it that way. You pull it the other mm-hmm. way, you kill Jimmy the delivery guy who double who double parks. You kill John, who's a single father of two kids. You kill Karen, who's married with three kids, but she bitches at everybody for everything. Okay, so we okay. So this is my this is my issue. First off, your first problem is that you took a quiz to decide your your uh, alignment. That was your first mistake. Uh, second, my issue with this is this is all predicated on the fact that these people have already done the things they are going to do. So the only like. So you're like, oh, well, this car has Hitler and what's his name and what's his name? These are all evil people. So would you do it to them? And it's like, okay, so this is predicated on the fact that I already that not only have they already done the evil acts they are going to do, I know this. So now this becomes a time travel question. So if I pull the lever, 
Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna invoke the Back to the Future paradoxes because that's what you're doing. <laughs> if you're asking me, if you're because you're you're giving me a scenario where I already know I, where you're giving me specific evil people who have already done evil acts and going, well, would you pull the trigger on them or would you pull the trigger on someone who's just a bitch? And it's like, well, if I don't have a choice, I'll, of course, pull the trigger on them. I might decide not to pull the trigger at all because these are figures in history. And if I kill them before they can do the things they did, that completely changes my future. Well, possibly meaning that I no longer exist. either. uh, Okay, okay. let me (laughs) let me stop you there. So let's let's take the whole time travel paradox shit out of it if you could given a free pass kill hitler stalin mao zedong and pol pot or kill jimmy the delivery guy who double double parks or john the the single father of two or karen the married mother of three who bitches at everybody every chance she gets there there it's a free pass there's no paradox whatsoever what would you do mm-hmm. well my first instinct is hitler and all of them mm-hmm. the right thing to do would be not to kill anybody because that's the right thing to do. Prevent if, if we're not if we're not talking about if we're not talking about preventing them from doing the things that they did, it's just Hitler and them on a train. It's just these people bitching. It's just this guy who double parks. Then the right thing to do is, well, I don't kill I don't derail any of them. Um if Hitler and them then go on to try to do the evil things that they're trying to do, then I try to stop them. Uh, my first knee-jerk reaction is, well, of course you derail the Hitler train, but why is that my first knee-jerk reaction? Because well, I know no, who okay, they are and I know okay. what they've done. Let me let me <laughs> let me rephrase. You got, you got a runaway train. There's nobody on this runaway train car. So this runaway train car is coming towards these two divergent tracks. On the bottom divergent track is Hitler, Stalin, Mao Zedong, and Pol Pot all tied up like, you know, old-timey, twirling mustache dude. They're tied up on the track, and you you can save them if you derail the train towards the top rail, which is Jimmy, the double Parker, John, the single dad of two kids or Karen, the bitch. (laughs) There's nobody in the train car. It's you picking which way you go with who are you going to save? And I only have time to save one. You're saying you you have to pull the pull the lever to make oh, the for train whichever car. car. 
you you have to pull the lever. So if you pull the lever down, that runaway car is going to run over Hitler, Stalin, Mao Zedong, and Pol Pot. If you pull the lever up, the car is going to run over Jimmy, Johnny, and Karen. Okay. Well, in that situation, if I have to do one, then yeah, of course it's going to be Hitler and them. All right. So here's how I answered. I'm going to pull that lever down, run them fuckers over. Then I'm going to go up with gun in hand, shoot Jimmy and Karen and leave Johnny go. And why would that, why is that construed as chaotic neutral instead of chaotic evil? I don't know. <laughs> See, are you starting to understand why <laughs> my, my bewilderment? Yeah, that's just chaotic evil. It's <laughs> so, so not chaotic you're neutral. To tell me, good sir, is I'm chaotic evil. <laughs> uh, that decision is. Okay, so in the 15, because in the 15 what... years you've known me then. Tell me what you think my alignment is. <sighs> mm. uh, that's going to take thought. But try to understand why I say that's just chaotic evil. So yeah. as a chaotic, you, the, the, the test, which I still say was your first mistake, says you're chaotic neutral for that choice. What did it gain you to kill the double Parker and the bitchy woman? What goal? What what goal was furthered by doing that? Less assholes in the world. It, see, that's what I mean. <laughs> a, 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 because when you go chaotic neutral or lawful neutral, or uh, or uh, neutral evil or neutral good. You're not uh, for a chaotic neutral. You that didn't serve any that didn't serve any purpose. And if you're worried about them being asshole, a, a neutral character doesn't care about a person being an asshole or not. That doesn't matter to them. They may not even understand the concept of what an asshole is. <sighs> Okay. So that's why I'm like, no, that 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 entire situation doesn't doesn't determine wouldn't determine neutral neutral or chaotic neutral lawful neutral. So then I need to get rid of my chaotic neutral pen I have on my flat cap is what you're trying to tell me. Uh probably. I'm so heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like what alignment you are mostly because everybody has a little bit of every of the of all the alignments, which is why the alignments exist at all. Um, but what I would consider you mostly mm. is probably chaotic good or neutral good, and at worst neutral evil. Which is actually a pretty common, like at worst, most people are just neutral evil, which is just being an oppor- which is just being an opportunist. Um, and why I say that is because 
neutral good and i think it was explained the best is kind of neutral good is one of, is is that kind of uh is the person who tries to do the right thing but will bend and or break the laws in the pursuit of doing so if necessary chaotic good is don't tread on me mm. right mm. like <laughs> my personal freedoms above everything um but I do try to, but I try to do what's good for everybody. Mm. So in, 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 a, in a case like that, I'm going to bring up, uh, I'm going to bring up my man crush, Nathan Fillion as Malcolm Reynolds in Firefly. He was a chaotic good, right? Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would actually go as far as to say he was a chaotic good when we meet him, but he was probably lawful. He was probably lawful stupid in his past. Um, cause he, cause when you see all the flashbacks of him, he's the good little soldier. So he was probably very lawful. Good. He was very much a paladin in his past. And mm. then he, uh, and then after what happened, he was like, yeah, fuck it, and became chaotic good. Because he does try to do the right thing, but he does take his own personal freedoms very seriously now. Hmm. See, okay, yeah. I would def- So I would consider myself a chaotic good then. Is that a valid assessment? Yeah, I could see it. Um, Nope, I need to plug the phone in. Like I could, I could say that would. Uh, I still say neutral good as the majority of your spectrum, but chaotic good would probably be the second biggest. Mm. So that's two new pins I need to get. Mm. Okay, that's cool. Like, but. Uh, but I, I would still probably uh, scrap all them ships just to get that extra bonus when I'm trying to fight that other dude in Star Realms. Yeah. But well, that's, you're. Yeah. But that's machine cult. When I'm when I when I say that. <laughs> yeah. Like as a chaotic, you're not above doing some shit. Hmm. Okay, so. Going, getting back on the rails, off the rails, back on the rails, back on the rails. So, so we've we've discussed that some people seem to take offense to us calling this a Chinese virus, or as as I would say, if I'm being serious, calling it the Wuhan virus because that's the prefecture or place that it originated from so these people are focusing they're they're trying to dog whistle all this shit when we should be really worrying about xyz abc now there are these people who seem to think this is just bullshit and that if you get this COVID-19 and I actually did a search and COVID is 
shorthand for coronavirus disease. So just, just off of that, I'm concerned why are there 18 other of these fuckers? But then on the on that same hand, being that there are 18 other of these fuckers, there is anti-viral stuff in place for those. So like the H1N1, the the swine flu, the bird flu, all that other shit. There's there's shit in place for that. Now, uh, now that I've had time to distract you and think about all this stuff so (laughs) you've just been vectored um (laughs) so there are they're using two uh already passed through the fda shit drugs one of them is an anti-malaria drug the other one, I don't remember what it is, but they like they've done tests on it, and it's helped defeat this coronavirus. And like you had said, now with with supposedly good bureaucracy, it's going to take months to make sure that any kind of antiviral can kill it without causing any other unwanted side effects. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They have, like, they've rushed it through to human testing uh, and gotten volunteers for it. Like, only on volunteers. Um, but they've rushed it past the animal testing, which would have made it take even longer to human testing so they can get it out as soon as they can. But it may still take months and months and months before it can be given to the general populace because they just don't know what side effects might pop up from it. Right. And that that's the, as you would say, the good side of the group of the bureaucracy of the FDA because we don't want to 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 take a page out of uh, what was that Will Smith movie the book was called Gemini Man but uh, what was that one where he was he was the the guy that helped um, find the cure for cancer but then turned everybody into a vampire Oh, I am legend. Yes, that one. Yeah, so we don't want something like that. We don't want to be like, okay, yeah, we found the cure for coronavirus. Oh, sorry, everyone's a zombie. Yeah, like rushing it out that because of of a disease, a virus can mutate you don't want the vaccine to give it the option of mutating because most vaccines are just weakened versions of that virus. So you don't. And, and that's part of the, of the whole way medicine works. And um, when I was on my way home from work and listening to, unfortunately it was Sean Hannity. (sighs) See, 
I'm going to say this. So I actually made a meme a couple hours ago saying that independents are just Democrats afraid of commitment. Prove me wrong. Because how many independent, like people who vote independent, how many of them do you know aren't like 80% on board with what Democrats say or want? I couldn't tell you. Uh, well, I, I can because I, I have uh, several friends who claim to be independent, but uh, nine times out of ten, what they like is Democrat shit. So, nope. Here, hang on. Let me... Uh, let's go ahead and stop this here, and then I will send you another invite after I come back from the bathroom. Okay. Because my phone's at. There we go. Mm. I have connected. Mm. We has a connection. And I am at 8% battery on this piece of shit phone. But anyways. So... We, we shall make this the last segment before I go crit the bed. Uh, what were we talking about yet again after I had said that we scrap everything because machine cult? Um, I know we come off of the subject of uh, alignments. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the exact last thing that was said. Yeah, well, it was alignment. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, people on the left saying that this is the end of the world. People on the right saying it's just another version of the common cold. Oh, and oh, yeah, there are people let's, uh, saying it's the end of the, ain't the, end of the world. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's uh, let's not forget if I hadn't already said it on the last uh, hour-long segment that uh, th this whole stimulus thing, people on the right are saying, "Well, he's not your president, so tear that check up," and people on the left saying, "Well, you don't like social socialism, so tear that check up." And I'm over here like, "Hey, I need that money. Get, give mm. me all your checks. Just sign them over to me, and uh, you know I can build up a." a safety net again and we can go back to life as normal. Right. <laughs> like, could we all like, could we all stop trying to piss on each other long enough to understand that there is a common threat that we all need to deal with? So can we just call a truce, put it away until this is done with and over and we've all successfully gotten through it? <laughs> like and then then uh, everyone can go back to bitching at each other have at it well um let me let me use independence day the movie as an example so let's say we have you know the one big mothership 
right out right there outside of the moon's orbit and then all the other ships come down and they you know they queue up over Washington, Cairo, Big, fucking Paris, whatever, whatever. There'll be people on the left like we should just invite them in. Blah blah blah. And then there'll be people on the right like send them fuckers nukes. Get off our lawn. And then when when they do the initial strike and they kill the White House and they kill Paris and they kill Munich or, or Berlin, not Munich, Munich's where all the beer stuff happens. You know, then there'll be people on the left like, yes, finally Trump is dead. Ah! Just because there's fucking idiots out there. Mm. Idiots because they're screaming Trump is dead or? Yes. Has anything else changed? Well, it would be that, uh, you know, the White House is destroyed and Berlin's destroyed and Paris is destroyed and London's destroyed and. Uh, okay. <laughs> like everything else has gone to hell, but as long as this one person is gone, that made it all worth it. I get what you're saying. Yep. And that's uh that's been the that's been the main thing for the last almost four years now. Yeah, you know, and and like when I when I had said, you know, the and and my friend Danny, he put it the right. And I think I, you know, I know I said this last segment. My friend Danny was like, you know, all these people that are saying this one way or the other need to shut the fuck up. We have an issue. So like, it, it'd be those people who are like, well, all you Trump supporters who hate socialism don't cash that check. They'd be the ones, you know. High, trying to high five the aliens because they blew up the White House with Trump in it. Mm-hmm. Never mind, those aliens are going to kill them too. Yeah, just cause they're just because they're humans sitting on the planet full of resources that they want. And then that's also us kind of humanizing, or uh, I wouldn't even say anthropo anthropomorphizing because I don't know could could you anthropomorphize aliens trying to make them capitalists trying to kill everything to get the resources so I'm pretty sure that's been a a big trope of sci-fi for the last 70 years well, yeah, and we do assume that aliens also need resources. So if aliens came here and started some shit, it would be for the abundance of natural resources we may have. We're also assuming that the natural resources we have are of any use to aliens because they may come from a completely different kind of biosphere in which our natural resources don't mean jack shit to them. Like they might be silicone based while we're carbon based, or they could be f- ferrite based. Hell, 
how would you feel if you faced off an, against an iron alien? <laughs> Where's my pickaxe when I need it? I need some iron, god damn it. <laughs> mm, pretty much. But anyway, so let's, uh, at least for this behind the scenes slash bonus slash almost a full podcast episode let's wrap this up with final thoughts i'll start with you mm, uh, i'm i i don't want to doomsay just take the coronavirus seriously it is better to be safe in this kind of situation than to just write it off and make and either self do it bring about a self-fulfilled prophecy or make the situation worse do understand that no matter what you may think of coronavirus it is still a threat to some people so as long as it Mm -hmm. is a life-threatening affliction to some people do everything you can not to catch it and or spread it just take it serious under the notion of your catching it and spreading it could kill someone else because that if nothing else is a fact indeed <laughs> um outside of that meh the government can go i'm not too worried about them <laughs> well i'll i'll segue into that kind of thought um could we get the veterans to step in then uh, if, if all the 60, 70, 80-year-olds decide to kill over? And then maybe we can have kind of a Star Trooper, Starship Troopers-esque kind of government where it's and, – and, and our mutual friend Marcus, when I brought this up, was like, well, that's just a meritocracy. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, do you want people who have skin in the game uh, making the rules, or just someone who's collecting a check from the government saying, "Oh yeah, I want more money"? Hmm. I'll wait. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> but that that's, uh, once again, off the subject. Um, I would also say, take it seriously. Um, if, if listeners, you have friends on both sides of the argument on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, whatever, um, try to have a happy medium. Take it seriously, but don't hoard all the goddamn toilet paper because you know I had to go to five different stores to get the one four, the two four pack rolls of toilet paper that I was able to find earlier this week. So I would say take it seriously. But don't try to stock your prepper bunk up with toilet paper and and shit. Because you're not going to be able to eat toilet paper and the shit hits the fan 
situation. You know, like, like Gerald had said last segment, you know, you're going to need to learn to hunt. You're going to need to learn to skin and, and do all that stuff to the game. Should it come to that, you're going to need to learn to forage. I mean, hell, like earlier, earlier tonight, I was, I, uh, I just planted a, a sprouting tomato seed into a reconverted toilet paper roll that I can put in the ground and then have a tomato plant. Same with a, a sage seed, because I like having sage just for that metaphysical aspect that I can smudge all the bad shit away. I'm still waiting on the rosemary and the mint seeds to germinate so I can put them in a toilet paper roll to grow that out so I can put them in the ground. Because, yeah, got to have rosemary, got to have that peppermint. But that's, again, off the subject. You know, have, have a happy medium. Don't think it's nothing, but don't prepper panic. Yeah. Just well no, you can prep. Don't go overboard in your preparation. Don't panic. Yeah, don't just take the situation seriously. <laughs> like respect yeah. that it's a re- respect the fact that it is a problem. And even if it's not a problem for yeah. you, it's a very serious problem for others. So that's all. Yeah. And and actually here in the closing thoughts, I'm just now remembering uh here here in North Carolina, we have our first case of community, um, a community issue. So someone who tested positive after the fact but had symptoms during the event, they went to a concert while having symptoms, having known this, this shit is a thing. They went to a concert and have potentially infected thousands more people, I guess, just because they wanted to go to this concert. And so, like, I I know for me, because I actually had this kind of panic issue today, I still finished out my job. Now, if if issue if if the situation changes i may have to self quarantine for 2 weeks i know actually know that's what my primary care told me to do after i had told them my situation as far as i know i haven't had direct contact with anyone infected yet but if that happens to change I'm going to need to go make sure I stock up on potatoes and beer. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. It might and, be coming. Oh, sorry. Continue. Yeah. And, and y'all can make all the Irish jokes you want. That's fine. I, I will do a jig over a potato and a beer can, but I will, I will have my potatoes and beer and I will be, self-quarantined and i can actually maybe finally start writing some more speaking of uh once you get that short story that you were telling me about finished Mm. actually no you said you sent it to me yeah the first draft is already done and in the google drive 
Okay, I need to go look at that then. But but yeah, anyway, so find a happy medium. Don't don't think it ain't no thing, but don't prepper panic and hog all the toilet paper or water or milk or meats or whatever. I've got nine pictures from my local grocery store where there are empty shelves. Yeah. And you know, funny enough, I say that's a dry run for socialism. So all, you know, those people out there that want socialism be ready for shit like that to happen. Now, I hope stores all over, you know, the U.S. and the world will start rationing like, you know, hey, you with the you know, the 20 16 packs of toilet paper. You need to go take 15 of those back to the, to the shelf for other people who need it. Don't be a dick. And (laughs) funny enough, I can, I can kind of boil this all down to that. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Take what you need. Don't take it all just because you want to hoard it. Just top yourselves off for right now. Until further information is released and we know exactly how to deal with what we're dealing with, you know, until some further factual information is released, just top yourselves off. Fill your refrigerator. Make sure you restocking your toilet paper and stuff like that. Um and but don't but don't take don't take twenty packages when you know there's five other people behind you that might need some right but take care of each be considerate and take care of each other as much as you want to take care of yourself like exactly that's that's a really big thing we really need to start doing take care of each other as much as you want to take care of yourself. And if you if you see some old folks in the grocery store, don't shove them out of the way to get that package of bacon. Although I might do that myself because I like bacon. I mean, but, it's bacon. <laughs> actually, funny enough, there was there was a uh, a fight that happened in Australia because of all this coronavirus shit. Two people got into a knockdown, drag out fist fight over the last package of bacon at a grocery store in Australia. Well, it's also Australia. <laughs> true, true. It was Brit- Britain's penal colony, but you know that's you know that that's putting a stigma. That's like saying that. That's like that's like the whole. Oh, you can't call it a Chinese virus. Ugh. Well, I'd say that no even if someone was like, man, did you see what happened to Gerald? He got into a knuckle. I'd be like, well, that's Gerald. <laughs> I'd still say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that, you know what? That sounds like me. I'm always doing some bullshit. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he did roll a nat 20, so I would, I would expect him to do that. It, you know, it, it's it just goes to say, hey. you know, he he rolls a nat twenty and that 
all of a sudden everybody's being teabagged and you know I and I, I can't say one <laughs> Nat 20 is a crit so I had to roll double damage it's not my fault dice came up that way <laughs> exactly so yes so for this bonus behind the scenes episode on all kinds of shit evidently because we went off the rails a couple times um, We, I hope you enjoyed it uh, look for our regular episode. We will be recording it on Saturday. I can't say when it will be published because I still have to put out last week's episode. But, uh, you know, we, we appreciate your listening. Put more ears in, you know, put more of us into your ear holes if you can. Gerald, you got anything else to say? No, no, that's good. Everybody... Be safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. Um, hope uh, continue to have a good day if you're having a good day. Hope this major day a little bit better if you're not, and have a good rest of the week. Hopefully, all this like hopefully the boomers are right, and this is just a this will just turn out to be nothing more than like a bad flu, and it will blow over. One can only hope. One can only hope. And wash your hands. God damn it. How many more times do we have to say it? Wash your hands. <laughs> but at that point, everyone have a good night. We thank you for your patronage. And we will talk to you later. Later, everybody.